0: Episode 20, today I am going to read a little bit from The Gene Keys, which is a beautiful, incredible book written by Richard Rudd. It is a workbook, a study book, (laughs) an opening into higher dimensions of consciousness. It is absolutely incredible, and I highly recommend you purchase it. What I'm going to be reading today is a section from The 11th Gene Key. So the premise of the book is that it follows the um, 64 gene keys that are activated in the body. And as you awaken in your journey as a soul in a human body, there's a combination of activations um, that take you on your specific journey or path that you called in when you decided to come and have this experience on earth. And he describes the features of each of those gene keys. The 11th Gene Key is specifically connected to light, and there is so much light entering our planet right now that it feels like the information in this Gene Key would be helpful. So I'm going to read it to you. Uh, My suggestion always, always when I do a reading from any book is go buy the book. (laughs) If I am reading it to you in this podcast, it is worth the investment to purchase and then explore in your own ways. I'm guessing there will be a lot of gene key readings because I adore all the information he shares. So allow yourself to just receive whatever information is going to land in your awareness will do so. And whatever combination or activations or shifts are going to happen will happen as they're meant to. So just let the information come in as, as it's meant to. All right, the 11th gene key. The 11th Gene Key will open you to a whole new world, the world of light. This Gene Key concerns human vision, both internal and external. As such, it is deeply connected to the human eye and the way in which images are translated via the visual cortex into the brain as imagination. So he talks about the shadow and the shadow is where your light, it's obscured. So he uses the word obscurity. The greater percentage of human beings on this planet lives within a very narrow band of light waves which means that they do not see reality clearly what most people think of as reality is a very dim and skewed view of the true reality the 11th shadow greatly limits a very specific functioning of the right hemisphere of the human brain that aspect of your mind that does not see patterns and facts through language and numbers but grasp reality through reams of interconnected and intuitively grasped fractal images emerging from the deep recesses of the brain. The right hemisphere of the brain has long been seen as the feminine side of the brain. It is the lateral thinking, intuitive and artistic side of your mind. If you could see how deeply limited your perception of reality is without the full functioning of this feminine side of your nature, you would be enormously shocked. The eleventh shadow of obscurity essentially places you inside a virtual reality, a construct created through a combination of programming via this eleventh shadow and its programming partner, the twelfth shadow of vanity. This reality, in quotes, is a total obscuration in which you can only view life through a certain very limited set of parameters. Here's how it works. Representing the feminine pole of the brain, the eleventh shadow creates a field of fear within human beings. The images that flood your mind from the right side of the brain can neither be controlled nor do they appear to make sense. In most cases, they are relegated to a backwater of your brain where they emerge as secret fantasies, repressed dreams, emotional issues, and hidden agendas. The male-oriented left side of the brain therefore becomes far more dominant since it uses logic as a means of controlling your reality. Whereas the right brain seems chaotic, illogical, idealistic, the left brain is the voice of control and reason. The next part of the story involves the programming from the other side of our genome through the twelfth shadow. The twelfth shadow programs through sound rather than light. It translates this abstract oriented reality of the 11th shadow into an inner language, a neuro-linguistic fabricated reality that you then project out onto the world. In the center of this virtual world sits the separate self, a controlled illusion held together by a fascist inner regime operating through an inner media, (laughs) all of this is inner, through an inner media that continuously manipulates manipulates you through the medium of light and sound in other words (laughs) the 11th and 12th shadows only allow you to see and hear what they want you to see and hear if this sounds familiar to you it is because our outer world has a tendency to mirror the inner reality vanity is the name given to the false protagonist sitting in the middle of your screen and it forms the basis of this planet's false reality many other systems and traditions have named this inner construct the ego (laughs) the ego or separate self is thus a figment of our collective genetic conditioning and just as our conditioning can be picked apart so can the ego gradually be dissolved this is an extremely delicate operation and is the basis of most mystical systems and certain types of psychoanalysis the great fear for human beings remains the repressed right hemisphere of the brain. As you begin to unleash the floodgates of this part of your brain, whether through some form of shamanic training, mystical technique, drugs, therapy, or art, you put your whole constructed reality in great danger. You may begin to feel overwhelmed by the flood of imagery that rains down on you from your repressed unconscious, and your inner language may not be able to handle and integrate the results of such disillusion. This is why such inner events are seen as a death and can often result in delusional states where your fear tries to identify with the archetypes that are emerging through the right brain. The secret of the 11th Gene Key and the right brain is the secret of the archetypes. Every single element or image that floods you from your unconscious represents an archetype, a collectively held alchemical image that reflects the process of disillusion. There are archetypes that thrill you and archetypes that terrify you. In the modern world, the mass consciousness maintains its main outlet to this archetypal world through stories, television, and cinema. You cannot escape the archetypes because they are the projections of your own psyche But the real power of an archetype is its biophysical response within your body. These are not just images that you can view objectively, but are neurological links that stimulate your entire body via your glands. You try to avoid the particular archetypes that cause you the greatest fear, but you never can. The more you try to avoid them, the more they stalk you. Thus. You keep recreating the very situations you hate, especially in your relationships, where the archetype often assumes the form of your partner. Isn't that incredible, by the way? This is a side note, but isn't that incredibly well stated? You keep recreating the very situations you hate, especially in your relationships, where the archetype often assumes the form of your partner. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) The 11th shadow is a veritable minefield of lost dreams, escapist behavior, denial, guilt, and repression. If you could just begin to trust in the images that come to you in your dreams and allow them to incubate in your imagination, you would begin to emerge from the false dream that you have placed yourself in. To awaken out of such a state is a vast experience. It is to step out of the illusion of the rest of the world and to tread a new kind of path that is at odds with the majority. It is the step you must take one day to move from the 11th shadow into the 11th gift. When you finally make this courageous inner leap, the dream that has been hidden inside of you for so long shakes you awake and introduces you to a new and boundless horizon. All right, I can't leave you in the shadow. I will bring you into the gift. <laughs> the gift, when you step out of all of that, into the gift. As I say this, by the way, it's eleven eleven on my clock. So beautiful. eleven eleven. as we read the 11th gene key. <laughs> the 11th gift is one of the great keys of our present age. The more people who can be encouraged to play with the imagery and the creative power coming from the right hemisphere of the brain, the more healthy the world will become. The historical repression of the feminine power and of women in general is a direct manifestation of the imbalance within our brain chemistry coming through the 11th shadow. The imagery that lies trapped within us is the pressure of our ancestral past. In other words, these images are memories. Furthermore, these memories are not just personal memories but collective memories that have lain repressed for millennia. Such memories exist within you as archetypes. And the moment that you begin to understand what an archetype is capable of, you begin to work with the dynamic energy of the eleventh gift. The gift of idealism. Idealism is given a bad rap in our modern world. It is seen as the opposite of realism. And realism is associated with the power of manifestation, whereas idealism is generally seen as weaker. The gift of realism, however, is actually founded upon a magical truth that the only thing needed for magic to occur is some form of structure and an open mind. This is not in any way at odds with the true nature of idealism. What most people think of as idealism is really the obscurity of the 11th shadow that is unable to manifest its dreams. For idealism to manifest in the world, all it needs is a structure to manifest through. But, and it is a big but, first you have to discover what your true ideals and dreams really are. Idealism represents the steady flow of archetypal memory into the world of form. As long as it is allowed free movement, it will manifest your dreams in the world. One of the trickiest things about your dream is that you never know what it it will become as it emerges into the world of form. You only know the feeling that it stirs deep inside your heart. Your mind conjures visual images around your dreams and ideals, and this is where potential blockages to the flow arise. You must believe in the power of your dream. And at the same time, you must give up what it looks like. Oh, it's so good. There is so much more. One other line that feels important to wrap up with is he says, uh, when you talk about this floodgate of opening up all of these images and working with the archetypes, you know, all of your own projections and memories come through. He says, only in the present are you safe, because the present is the only thing that you cannot identify with. <sighs> it's so good. <laughs> Get the book and read the 11th Gene Key, and then watch watch how we all can start to tune into our own gifts, our own dreams, our own idealism, and then bring that forward, and that light is going to change our world. So good. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Richard Rudd, for your beauty and your wisdom. Thank you for tuning in to today's Vibration. Let's take this message of pure love out into all of our communities and continue expanding love here on Gaia. So much love from my heart to yours.